Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. Today, we have Coach Heather Macy with us, a great lady that's doing some really neat things to make a positive difference. And I'm so thankful to have her on this episode of the Success Chronicles. So first off, thanks so much for taking the time. So glad to be with you today. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm looking forward to having a great conversation. All right. Well, talk to us about your life story. You know, we talked a little bit off air about some of that, but if you don't mind sharing your story and tracking your story till now. Hard to believe, uh, but this is going into my 20th year coaching. And I say hard to believe because honestly, um, if I wouldn't count it up, I wouldn't know because yeah. it has been absolutely uh, so rewarding. And a lot of, a lot of people say that, like, if you're following your passion, it's like you've never worked a day in your life. And I'm not saying there hasn't been hard days, uh, but it's really been in, um, a great journey in coaching. And I think this is just the start of my journey, uh, to be honest with you. But the quick version is um, hoops has always been a part of what I've done uh, from a player. And then, you know, when your playing career comes to an end, what happens next? And so I played Greensboro College in North Carolina. And I was a two-sport college athlete. I also played tennis. And I just kind of felt like, you know, what would you have to do to, to coach? Well, way back in those olden days, you know, uh, you had to do both. You had to teach and you had to coach multiple sports, everything just to kind of make a living. And so um, I, I worked everything throughout college with an understanding of I may have to do several different things uh, to really be able to follow my passion. So went and got a master's degree so I could be better prepared for the classroom. And obviously the difference of playing all the sports was just so that my resume would be extensive. And then all of a sudden graduation comes. Okay. And as all everybody is kind of in that period of time right now, and you think you've got your life all mapped out, I go right away into uh, a division two uh, top assistant spot. And I'm like, wait a minute, I thought I was going to have to, you know, do this and do this and do this. And so it was like fast track. And I went five years as an assistant coach at the division one and division two level. And at uh, the age of 26, and I say it all the time, uh, I appreciate Bobby Stewart. He hired me, but he was crazy and nuts to hire a 26-year-old um, for a head coaching position, Division II at Pfeiffer University, and that's uh, close to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I was a, uh, then I went to Francis Marion. So I was a Division II assistant coach for five years and then had an opportunity to go to the Division I level as a head coach. I uh, did that for nine seasons, junior college coach at Spartanburg Methodist College. So proud to say from the uh, playing uh, as well as the coaching, I have literally been at every single uh, level. So that's been, I, you know, I don't know how many people can say that they've done that. That's been really cool for me because a lot of people ask me like, oh, well, what about this? And could you coach there? And could you do this? And I go, you know, I think it's about adaptability. And I think it's about understanding the environment in which you're going in 
And can you go into that environment, elevate it and thrive within it? I love that. And it's all about being the glue, you know, just, you know, finding out, you know, what part components are missing and how I can be the glue and make it come together. And, you know, and, and you know, one thing too, just hearing you tell your story, uh, it makes me reflect on opportunities. And I think I wholeheartedly feel that opportunities bring opportunities, right? And then the bigger picture is like, you know, that guy doesn't give you a chance unless he thinks that you're capable of doing that. And that's the beauty of athletics or, you know, yeah. being doing what we do because like people believe in you, you know, a lot of times when you're like, really <laughs> you know that's like, right that's like, right for real <laughs> you know and so you know you you work your way into it but all along they're like yeah i know you good like that's why i brought you here <laughs> mm -hmm. that's right you know I've, I've been told a lot more no's than i have yeses in my career but yeah. the key that i've learned is when someone tells you yes yes i believe in you yes i want to hire you yes i want you to lead our program or yes i want you to come on and be my assistant coach the you need to bring honor to those people. I think too many times you get into a job and you go a year or two or three and then you forget that that person gave you an opportunity when maybe other people didn't. And so I think that's an important thing to always remember is that whoever hired me as an assistant or an athletic director that hired me as a head coach, every single day I walk in, I want to make them look good, right? I want, I want every single day them go, that was the smartest thing that I ever did was having her be a part of what we're doing. And so I would just challenge everybody who, um, who in the current position that they're in to look around and remember who put you in that position. God put you in that position. And then who ultimately you report to every single day who said, Hey, I believe in you. I want you to come here and, and show a lot of gratitude for that. Uh, but also show a lot of loyalty and show a lot of appreciation to that person. Like, thank you so much because without this opportunity, then these other doors may or may not have ever opened. And so I think that's important to never, never forget where you started. Never forget who helped you get there. That's awesome. Well, what are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? I'm going to tell you something um, that the easy answer to that is the championships, right? So you're a basketball coach. You go, well, you know, I've won close to 300 games and I've won these championships and I've been coach of the year and I've had WNBA player and I got players playing pro. And, and now we have players who've left their junior college and gone on to four year scholarships. So, you know, that's the easy answer, but that ain't the answer. Not even close. No, that's, that's not the answer. So, um, you know, some of the things that I feel, the number one thing I feel like that I've accomplished is going through failure. See a lot of people sit in failure and they never race through it or run through it or crawl through it or whatever it takes. And so I'm really proud to say that I have failed and I have uh, risen up like a phoenix out of it. And so I think that probably my number one accomplishment um, is when I, when I have fallen to get out of the fetal position, you know, put your big girl panties on and yeah. keep it going, you know? So that's, I think that's probably my number one thing that, um, that I'm really, if I had to like really self-reflect of like all the things I've done in, in my career, that's probably the most uh, significant one. And then I'm looking at it from a more holistic perspective and I'm going, what have you accomplished? Well, um, I wrote a book, a leadership book, Two Feet Forward, Everyday Lessons in Leadership, and it's on Amazon or you can go to our website and grab it. But, you know, writing a book was really hard. Uh, it takes perseverance, takes vulnerability 
you're willing to put out to be able to be criticized. A lot of people don't realize that. And the ability to stick through the process of getting a book published takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a lot of moving parts, a lot of teamwork. But ultimately, what I feel accomplished about the book is I've got something that's going to be there forever. So, you know, my kids, grandkids, you know, it, there's always like, wow, like I didn't know that, you know, and, and, and a lot of times you don't tell them, like, I'll, I'll tell you, it's funny when the book came out, you know, uh, my sister has a, a son and a daughter. And so my nephew, who's 16, read the book. And now remember, I'm thinking, you know, he, he and I, he, I've, I've known him, you know, yeah. since he's little. Like, he knows but he me, right? He doesn't know some of the things. He doesn't know. Yeah. He called me. He goes, I didn't know you did that. And I go, what do you mean you didn't know that? I, I was like, well, I guess you weren't born. You know, you think about it. You probably don't go back and reflect. So I'm, um, I'm really, really proud of the fact that I've got something, a legacy that's going to last for a long, long time. And then the third thing that I feel like um, that I'm proud that I've accomplished as a coach Early in my career, I was so narrowed in and so Zoom focused that it was all about myself. And I was, uh, you know, I was singular focused. How could it benefit Heather Macy? And throughout my career, it's broadened my horizons and my perspectives and be able to go. I took my eyes off myself and helping other people, creating really authentic and deep connected relationships and I'm proud to say like my friendships and the people surrounding me and through my relationships and uh, are as strong now as ever. Um, so that would probably be my third, not my, not in order. Those aren't in order, right. uh, but proud of those accomplishments for sure. You know, you hit on a couple of things that, that hit some chords with me because I, I believe in them. Uh, you know, your, your first one, you know, uh, going through failure <laughs> and uh, man, as a guy I interviewed uh, a couple weeks ago, he said that failure is the fuel for success. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just hearing you say that and like my, my first book was titled Growing Through Your Go-Through. Yeah. And so, you know, we all, I don't care who you are, where you come from, whatever, like we're all going to fail at some things and we have to grow through what we're going through and find the blessings in those lessons because yeah. there is some blessings in them if, if we have the proper perspective, right? There's no question. Yeah. And so, you know, on the other side of that, what's really cool is, you know, not only do you, and that bleeds into your broadening your horizons, you know, not only are, are you uh, the best version of yourself when you do that, but it allows you to be uh, helpful to so many people because you can share your experiences and things that you feel and now they can move more efficiently and effectively. No kidding. That's wonderful. You know, I say it all the time. I don't really want to fool with nobody who hadn't gone through something. What about that? <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't going through it, if you ain't going through it, you got to go the other way with me. I, I need people who've gone through some stuff. It's got good perspective on it, you know? I love that. Well, let's hit on success. Uh, what is your definition of success? Uh, and I'm going to tell you, I'm a big definition person. So within our basketball program, like we define what is discipline. We define what is toughness. Um, so we actually have a definition of success and success is keep showing up. Ooh. That's it. Okay. So I know pretty simple. And I do believe success is how you define it uh, from a more broader perspective. You know, success could be, you know, having a, a great family and a great marriage or success could be making X amount of dollars or success could be the title that you've always wanted. It's all about how you define success with the goal. But for me, 
just to narrow in what is success. Success is to continue to show up. When most people would quit, when most people would throw in the towel, when most people would say, I'm quitting this job, I'm getting the divorce, like I am fight or flight out of here. Success is you keep showing up, you keep doing it. And I promise you, if you have that mindset uh, and with the players, with coaching profession, with life, show up, show up. And when you show up, you'll be successful. Maybe not in the, not in those definitive terms that, you know, that right now is I must make this amount of money or I must have this title. But if you keep showing up, you'll eventually get that title and that salary. Yeah, we're going to talk more about that after the after the interview. I got I got some stuff for you on that. All right, cool. Okay, man, love it, love it, love it, Coach. So uh, I was going to say now to the the good part, but it's all been good for me. How about that? But uh, I'm going to appreciate it. <laughs> I'm going to throw out some words or phrases here, and if you don't mind, just tell me what comes to. Uh, mind for you like when you hear those what you think about it. and it could be a word it could be a phrase it could be a concept whatever you think you uh, okay. you can share so the first okay. one is um living and learning and daily yeah that's the first thing that came up to me is uh you know i believe consistency is the truest measure of performing and so when you're living every single day in alignment um, and the lessons that you're able to learn um, through failure, through success. The problem is, is when you are failing and you're blaming people or when you're succeeding and taking all the credit. Coach, I got to, um, I got to pause for a minute right here. Like uh, I, I normally I try to be respectful and let you finish, but I got to give you some sound effects on that one. Ooh. <laughs> Listen, keep gassing me up. I'll go on and on and on and on. And on. <laughs> Consistency is the truest measure of performing. Man, so true. Like, I mean, you think about, and that's, and, and for me, that's what I strive to be in my life every day. Like, I want people to know what they're going to get from me. Yes. You know, like, like every time you see Chip, he, I want him, he's going to be the same dude. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, like, you think about those people that, we trust in our life, you know, they're consistent. You know yeah. what you're going to so get let, from so let, let me, let me build on that a little bit. Yeah, so consistency on. is the truest measure of performance. Anyone can have a good day, a good week. I mean, some people have a good month or a good year. It's that person that continues to show up month after month, year after year for that 30 years. That's a true performer. So in coaching, you know, that's one of the major complaints that players have, right? Or or think about like in corporate America, just go there on it. Like when you go, well, I don't know what I'm getting from that person, you know, or or that person's fake hyped or that person's fake mad. And that now, you know, it's Jekyll and Hyde. I think the consistency of you're showing up every single day and you are being like, if you're going to be the high five guy, be the high five guy. But the high five guy's got to be who you are because you're aligned for that, Right. And, you know, like I keep telling the, the girls, I'm like, listen, you're, you'll quit before I do because I'm, I'm going to keep on till you get that right. I'm going to be sitting right here at it. And, and, I, and I won't look away. Like, that's what I keep telling them. Like, see, the problem is you've had coaches that will look away. So they tell you to do it a couple of times. You're the best player. And now all of a sudden you don't have to close out and chop your feet high hands. No, we're going to close out. We're going to chop our feet high hands. And if you don't do it, I'm not looking away on it. I'm coming right back at it. And so you'll change the behavior before I'm going to stop, stop coaching you. Because I think that's consistency. 
And when you do that, especially with young people, you can build trust quicker and it'll be stronger. Mm, love it. All right. Well, the next, and, and this kind of goes into my next one because, uh, you know, when you say build trust, I think that has to deal with relationships. So let's talk about relationships. What, what comes to mind when you hear that? Well, when you, when you say relationships, it's a, there's a likability. Uh, there's also um, a vulnerability and their trust. You know, for me, I think to build deep, authentic relationships, there can be a no judgment zone. Okay. And that's what I want. I want my friends to call me and tell me some of the dumbest stuff they've done or some of the craziest stuff they thought about or some of the most embarrassing moments that they had because they know when they tell Heather Macy that I'm not judging them because mm -hmm. I believe we're, in, we're perfectly imperfect people. So the way that a relationship grows and builds and develops is when th that person knows I can tell you whatever and you're not going to judge me. And then if I were to have a, an input or say something about it, I don't have um, a dog in the fight relative to my input to you. Well, if I'm going to, cause I'm going to steer you this way cause it benefits me in some way. So I think as, as long as, as long as I've got my buddies calling me and telling me stuff, I'm like, man, that's, that's wild. You know, and I keep going, Ooh. and I go, well, they trust me with that. You know, yeah, then I know that yeah. relationship is really good. What I don't want is that relationship. that's like, Hey, what you doing? Not too much. What about you? Oh, okay, good. Your team's good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Team's good. Great. All right. Catch you later. Bye. I don't want any of that. I want relationships that uh, staying power. You know, I had a athletic director tell me one time, I don't want to hire anybody that I wouldn't go have a beer with. Now your beer could be a cup of coffee or a right. soda, right? But the point is, is you want to sit down over uh, a cup of coffee and be able to say, man, that person's helping me grow. That person died. That person is building me up and growing me because because ultimately that's what relationships are. And then the understanding of, you know, us right now, either I'm giving you a rock or I'm taking that rock. I have literally in my office, this big white jar and it's filled with rocks. And I actually bought it at Target. But the girls probably think I went and just did it myself. It's homemade, you know, but I, I, that thing was at Target. I was like, I got to buy this, right? So I got this big jar of rocks. And that's my reminder every single day that when I'm busy sending emails, and I'm busy doing whatever I'm, we get busy doing and a kid comes in just to, to say what's up and I don't have time for him that I basically took a rock out of that jar. You know, it just kills this relationship. And so with my reminder to, to slow down and let it be about the conversations and then sit down and really, really listen. And then I have to decide when that person leaves my office, did a jar get taken in or a jar get put out? Because I want to keep filling up those jars in my relationships and the people around my life. Man, great stuff. Well, and, and, you know, it's funny how like what you're saying, it builds upon the, the things that I'm going. So the next thing is legacy. I'm just throwing lobs to you. Yeah, hey, I'm two, I'm let two, me lob I'm it two up. handing them boys. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Hey, I might That's even good. get some sound effects like, yeah. I love it. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so, so the last one is legacy. What oh. comes to mind when you hear that? Okay, so the first thing that that came to my mind said legacy is forever. Yeah, and you know that's when you know you are dead and gone, and all of a sudden your name's on a floor somewhere, or you're in a hall of fame somewhere, and you're not even there to go accept it, right? So that's a forever 
or when um, that former player or that former assistant coach retells a story, that's that legacy that's being left. Or, hey, why, why are you always here early? Well, well, my coach back, you know, that's just the discipline that I have from this. Or, you know, why do you make the choices that you, oh, I learned this, you know, while I was in school. We, as coaches, we always come back and go, five years later, they call us and all this kind of stuff. Well, five years isn't quite enough for me. I, you know, I want them to call me 35 years, you know, and then that's when I think the legacy and why we coach uh, really starts to reveal itself. That's awesome. Well, before we get off, if you don't mind sharing where uh, the people can go check you out and show you some love. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hear, I'd love to hear from on. everybody. Yeah, I'd love to hear from everybody. So uh, two feet in, Heather Macy, and Macy's like the department store, M-A-C-Y. Um, and you'll, you'll see all of my things that I'm doing. I have two feet in coaching. And all of that two feet in is about a level of commitment. And two feet in is, is not a, a motto. Two feet in is a way of living. And so when you are two feet in and a commitment, you're committed through the bad. You're not just committed when everybody's getting high fives and promotions. You are two feet in when things are going really tough, when you feel like that you've lost your way, being a, a, whole, a whole different level of commitment. So anyway, it's two feet in Heather Macy on Twitter and all that and two feet in coaching on all the social media platforms or um, obviously you can email me anytime or you can go to my website, heathermacyallaccess.com or influenceandimpactors.com. Uh, reach out there. Love to hear from everybody. And uh, thank you so much for inviting me and let me be a part today. No, thank you so much for, for dropping these hot nuggets on us. <laughs> uh, Listen, pick up the book in the yes, book. Pick yes. up the book. We've got some Maceology where I define mm. all these terms. Um, one of my former players made that up. She says, I, I talk funny when I'm on the court. And so she's like, she literally, I didn't know where to like made a dictionary and it's called Maceology. That's um, awesome. Oh, it's, I just giggle and laugh about it, but, you know what? I'm not talk funny, but talking funny equals a lot of winning. So we just we're just gonna keep talking funny over here. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom on it. <laughs> Two hand dunk on it. <laughs> Love it. Well, again, thank you so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. And I wish you continued success, coach. Thanks. Two feet in with you always. All right. Well, thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.